Lincoln here from Turn to Burn, and welcome to another episode of Word Wars, where we declare war on flesh through poetry. We declare the word of God, the gospel, through this poetic mean, and hopefully it is a blessing to your family units. You can use this in whatever medium that you choose to share the gospel. Thank you for being present today. Where God's spirit is, there's liberty. That means freedoms everywhere. Then why do humans not live free? Man unkind baptized in fear, ignoring that God kingdom's near. If a man will only change his mind. His spirit's never hard to find for those who simply pay the cost. The gospel's hid from all the lost because they think their sins are good. And God remains misunderstood. Their tiny God has blinded them to freedom at their reach. This is the message Jesus preached. God purchased freedom with his blood. Yet sinners won't receive his love. His fire now refutes his flood. His presence everywhere. My ancestors were kinda right. As they sailed the darkest night, they threw themselves overboard singing. And before I be a slave, I'll be buried in my grave and go home to my Lord and be free. But they did not understand. Their freedom lies in one man's hands. Those hands with holes just like man's heart. He gave his soul so man could start to be baptized in his delight. Their dreams and visions prophesied. His spirit poured out on all flesh. His empty grave freed man from death. His ascended throne quit fire's lake. But if we cling to our mistakes, the evil that propels our pain, will hold our eternal ball and chain when freedom was at hand. Human perfection is the gospel's fulcrum. This message demoted to a heresy. I am a sinner saved by grace, the delusion of salvation's victory. Seems 1 John 1 verse 7 has been erased from some Bibles. The perfect gospel reduced to a fake fable. Able man walking caneless imperfection, a source of humor. As churches nurture carnal tumors, living sinless rather than sin-free, Ignoring that holiness is just another word for perfection. Abba giving perfection's command to Abram. God must be an impractical joker. 
telling him to do something he does not empower. As the dove gave Yeshua's flesh a shower, that regular man walked with none of his own sin, crushing the myth that spiritual man cannot win his flesh. With his eyes fixed on Abba, a plain man demolished death, his kenosis removing the excuse that he cheated. Flesh and blood can live undefeated when fully surrendered to the breath of life. Yet man walking in perfection, a source of humor. As churches nurture carnal tumors, living sinless rather than sin-free, Matthew 5 verse 48, not in their Bibles, God must be an impractical joker. If God was my pixie, what would I do? Would I give him something borrowed or give him something new? I'm asking this question for your point of view. If God was your pixie, what would you do? Every Christmas the bag shakes, the names inside collide, and often someone's heart breaks with the name that coincides. A gift exchange is daunting, the terror real and haunting. Will I give much more than I get? And will my gift my pick forget? And as I rush to buy a gift, forgetting just as I foretold, my heart, it bursts into a lift because my pixie was so bold to give me the world's best gift without my interview, loving to kill my old man to make me someone new. Abel the king understood, treasuring the greater good. As the blood bled from the lamb, Cain quickly digged a yam. Potatoes and turnips were his premier choice. Then God had the nerve to reject him in a stern voice. Abel gave a gift that was to our Savior's delight. As he burned his precious lamb, to show his sacrifice. But we, like Cain, give what we feel, proud mockers who will never kneel, forgetting that just as he died and to that cross was crucified, our loving Father gave wrapped to all man eternal life. And gave this world, this brutal world, a kiss with all his divine might. He ne'er forgot the gift he made, and from the cradle to the grave, we can't undo our pixie's prize, cause on the third day he did rise, rewarded with a world of hate, a sunrise in our view, a sunrise we do not deserve because of what we do. What can I give you in return? Your unfair love, your son to burn. And as I wrestled with this thought, he said, my gift 
is you. You or someone you know are interested in buying, selling, or investing in real estate in Naples, Florida. Give Rashid Willesley a call at 239-207-2955. That's 239-207-2955. Diego Armando Maradona is one of my heroes. However, he doesn't live a heroic life. But none can reverse the summer of 1986. I saw a Superman win a World Cup dragging average humans behind him. A mere mortal did something on a football pitch that eludes Ronaldo and Messi. Peter Shilton probably still haunted by it. An outcome like Flo Joe's world record. But the embarrassing brawls I also remember. His addictions, newspapers litter. And we remember the alleged hand of God. But that preceded the goal of the century. Two extremes in the same match proving man is capable of contrasting moments of brilliance. One to enshrine flesh in divine defiance and forever elevate a mere primate. The image of God screaming from beneath darkness. I see a crude apostle Peter rebuking Christ. He thought what his master said wasn't nice. That was after his moment of brilliance which saw Christ change his name. It takes one moment in time to erase our blame. The most brilliant thing we can do is surrender to Christ. We can in a single frame make a choice to undo shame knowing that Christ's moment of brilliance came on a rugged cross. Disaster, sometimes, is our invite to shine. But like Maradona, will we remain blind, living on the past, instead of making brilliant choices? I proudly am a one-burner. That's Jamaican for a monogamous man. My wife gives me romantic exhaustion. And we have yet more selfish exploration. God created this erotic invention as a token of his value and appreciation. And therefore, to be an exciting, exclusive journey. Because... God excitingly loves mortals exclusively and created sex to join his contrasting sides, unifying completely opposite genders. Deadly accidents destined for similar offenders, same-sex marriage, an oxymoron. Adam not erotically paired with Steve in creation, yet many heterosexuals more promiscuous than gays. Yah set the order from which man strays. One man appeared to one woman for life. 
divorce not in the vocabulary of Christ. Gallus, a term with a similar fate. And as man rudely penetrates hell's gates, he sees himself a really slow learner, promiscuously courting death, though created a one burner. Manual begins with man for a reason. And still the reason for man's divine treason. We don't use manuals. Charging headlong into life's trials. Dragging our dear families behind us. And as our dreams gather us. We see the manual covered in dust and ignore it. Ignorance, one sign of fallen man. God spoke to man in the garden. And before man's heart hardened, he was intimately acquainted with his maker. No manuals required. But as humans' holiness expired, man misdirected his prayer to himself, becoming his own manual. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn. Thank you for enduring to the end of another Word Wars. We're grateful for your attention and we encourage you if you want to be a part of our flamethrowers poetry team that you can email us at connect at famtfamily.com we do encourage you to share these hopefully gospel positive gospel nuggets nuggets with your friends and family thank you and have a great day today and be nuclear join the family institute today and learn how to make better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our messianic mentorship programs. All programs are $120 per person monthly, with personal sessions $100 for individuals and $200 for family. We look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com.